everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. everyone. Hello. Hi. Thanks for tuning into Hop Culture. How's everybody's week going? Same old, same old for me. Uh, I just got my teeth cleaned for the first (laughs) time in three and a half years, I think. Whoa. Which is... Whoa. That's about how long it's been for me, I think. I I just kind of have had... I feel like in my adult life, I've had a fear of going to the dentist because I'm afraid of having to pay money like mm-hmm. I don't really know how it works because mom and dad always just took me as a kid so anyway it's it was great I can like feel my reta- my bottom retainer it's like extra sharp now you know <laughs> I, I love that feeling I huh? hate when your tongue bleeds after the uh-huh. dentist and my teeth all kind of hurt because they uh, flossed them <laughs> and I got my teeth cleaned by my friend Alyssa, who's a hygienist, and so that was very fun. That's, oh, that's brave fun. to go to your friend. That is brave. Oh, well, I've been I've been warning her for months. I'm like, my I'm scared to come to you, but I will as long as you don't judge me. And so probably she did, but she didn't say anything. That's all I need. I just I need them to not say anything judgmental. Yeah. They can mm-hmm. judge me, but don't mm-hmm. say anything. They always say on tips online that like you can tell the hygienist that like you don't want them to critique you or something. But I'm like, I feel like having to say that is as bad as them critique. I just want them to like not are do it. Yeah, it's like, what are the tips? Are you, do you have dental anxiety? <laughs> I don't know. No, I I feel like that pops up on a lot of things. It's like a trendy yeah. advice. Yeah, dental yeah. anxiety is trendy. I do think that's true because I'd never heard of it. I mean, granted, I guess I was young, but like. I've heard a lot of influencers, which I think it's good to like normalize because I think there's a lot of shame around dental stuff. Like if you yeah, haven't if you have gone, a, if you have, yeah, bad dental they, hygiene. It's very they like do shame you so much if it's been more than six months since your last cleaning. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, I only recently came into money. I was going to say, like, some of <laughs> yeah. us don't have dental insurance and we're poor, okay? Do you have to rub it in? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're prioritizing other, other expenses. But, like, yeah, I mean, I just think it's funny. I saw actually a meme that was like, dental hygienist and it was like you're disgusting you're horrible like you should feel ashamed <laughs> and then it's like dennis looks good <laughs> like, so true. um but no i love i do like going to the dentist because i like the clean feeling but i do think it's funny that like everyone collectively kind of dreads like the comments and like the inevitable reminders to floss and i do floss but it's just like they never seem to think I do because they're like, just a reminder to like, gotta fl- gotta floss every day. And I'm like, I do floss every day. Does it seem like I don't? <laughs> yeah, Claire flosses. Uh, so we're going to talk more about our situation. We're still living together. Our um, situation. <laughs> but she ordered floss to like, we, we got a grocery order and she 
<laughs> she got three packs of floss for herself. Well, I don't know why that's so weird. I just was running. I remembered I was running low. So I was like, well, if I'm getting free delivery, it was just weird. Stock like, up. <laughs> staying with someone for five days and you like can't can't go without floss. It's true. I just didn't. Yeah, I didn't want to be without. The, the bad thing about a thing of floss is like you don't really notice it's running low until you pull it and the little thing comes out and then you're That's like, true. oh, no. You know, and it's just a bad situation to – I mean, I can't imagine like not having some on hand. What if you have like corn I on the cob imagine. or something? You're telling me you're going to eat corn on the cob. Toothpick. There's so many solutions. I guess that's true, but – Well, no wonder your you retainer felt extra sharp if you're not flossing regularly because <laughs> I can tell Well, now I'm a dentist. on how – hard it was to floss my retainer and I was like yeah that's that's why it's so hard for me I actually might um okay actually I'm I'm not gonna comment further on my retainer no one wants to hear that I'm like we're really I I actually am curious because I have some stuff to say about mine my retainer too but we'll keep it off air Mm -hmm. um yeah, Anne, what's up with you before I dive into our situation oh nothing (laughs) <laughs> just i've taken the girls to the gym every morning this week <gasps> nice <laughs> just to get i don't know get out of the house mm-hmm. and have a little break from my That's children lovely. as much as i love them mm-hmm. but yeah not not a whole lot going on over here oh that made it sound like i've worked out <laughs> i did not work out any of those days <laughs> not a single one <laughs> one of the days um I played pickleball, oh. and that actually was ooh fun. The most I've worked out in months. I was so sweaty; my face was beet red. <laughs> I I think every time I've played pickleball, it's been like doubles mm. or yeah. I think I've just played doubles, and so and the person with me is normally better than me, and so they'll just kind of like be the one running around more. And I just hit the balls if they come straight to me. But I was playing singles and I was just running all around. And yeah, I learned that I'm very out of shape. But it was it was really fun. Sweet. That sounds so fun. That does sound fun. I think pickleball is on the list of things Grace and I thought we were going to do this week. But <laughs> haven't. we haven't done like any of one thing. thing. Yeah. Well, Grace said, what did she I think tonight she was like, the week's winding down or something (laughs) dramatic like that. Yeah. So Grace and I are, yeah, we are still living together. Um, (laughs) We're kind of enjoying, like, it feels like I'm on vacation. So there's still work done, getting done in our house. Um, It makes it sound since our last episode, like we recorded these very close together. So it has not taken quite as long as it seems in real yeah. time. Hopefully, hopefully by the time this airs, we'll be back in the house, barring like nothing's gone wrong. Um, but uh, yeah, she's been the kindest, most forgiving host. It's been, you know, a lot of noise, a lot of mess. The girls are very demanding on her time and attention. <laughs> and they ask her to play video games so they can watch a lot, even though they just really want to play do they ask you for help, Grace, or like? No, it's really weird. They'll say, "Grace, can we watch you play video games?" And I'm like, "Okay." So I go and I I'll start playing, and then they're like, "Can I play?" And then they just want to play, and they don't need any help. So I'm like, mm-hmm. "What's the like beginning like ruse 
you could just that's true they could just say could you we could just switch? ask if you can play it i'd be more than happy to <laughs> I don't know. Set it up for them. yeah i don't know why if it's because it's like in your room or something they feel like they have to like acknowledge like you play first or i don't know what it is but um <laughs> it's yeah. a courtesy exactly <laughs> i appreciate but it they said something molly said something today i was baking something and she's like i hope it doesn't start start like a fire or and get all over grace's house because then Grace would have to live outside. And I was like, well, I was like, she wouldn't have to live outside. She could come live with us. And Molly's like, hmm, no, I don't think so. And I was like, well, <laughs> she's letting us live with her. <laughs> I was like, that's so rude. Um, but yeah, it's been loads of fun. For some reason, mentally, like subconsciously, I keep thinking we're on a trip. I keep thinking like, oh, when I get back home, like, I need to do blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I am here in Cleveland. Like, I'm 15 minutes from <laughs> home. But I keep thinking we're, like, out of town or something. Um, Penny said today, she was like, I wish we had uh, – Oh, Sam's we'd, Club. We'd gone to Sam's Club. She's like, I wish we had a Sam's Club. And I was like, this is <laughs> – This would be this your Sam's Club. Closer to you- your house than to my house. <laughs> Yeah, Grace took us on a field trip to Sam's, which was so exciting. Um, The girls loved it. They kept being like, we love Sam's Club. This is so fun. But yeah, I don't think I'd ever been to Sam's Club. Maybe one time when I was like a teenager, when mom Mm -hmm. and dad started having memberships at both for a time period. But I have no recollection. So it was very exciting. Um, They do have some different things than Costco. So it was like fun to kind of see... I don't know. Just see what they had. Um, I convinced Grace to get a rug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a great time. Was had by all, except at the end in the food court was a little. I asked Grace about the food court, and she said it was. It's at once better and worse than Costco's, and I feel like that was actually a very accurate <laughs> representation. Are there brownies in the food court? Not I that know. I know of. Oh, I thought I saw that on social media, but maybe. oh, Luke's family is like obsessed with. Just Sam's Club brownies. So maybe someone was just eating one of those. Yeah, maybe they just. <laughs> oh, what are. I don't know. They we miss those. Nice, like, good fudgy brownies that you can. But it's like a pack. It's not like the mix. It's like pre made. Mm hmm. Sweet. Is Anne literally looking it up right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so great. I did go mm-hmm. on a like Costco does it again equivalent on Instagram this morning just to get a vibe for like what I could look forward to. And it did get me very excited. Tess, have you seen these brownies? I've you know what they look like? These brownies. Yeah. Okay. Do they look like Oh, they <gasps> a brownie sundae? I'm seeing that maybe only at some Sam's clubs. Whoa. There's a brownie sundae. That sounds oh, that amazing. Sounds good. I didn't ours good. did not seem like Oh, Grace, is it this? Grace is sharing your screen. screen. <laughs> yes, I was so like, "What's happening?" Wow, those look okay. good. It's on. Those look real good. <laughs> Wait, when you guys come visit, can we go to Sam's Club? <gasps> yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a fun place to just walk through. Um, I got a little overwhelmed, and Grace said that ha- happened to her the first time too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tried to. <laughs> I tried to look at everything, and then I got tired halfway through when I just had to leave. <laughs> yeah, that's. We didn't even make it through probably. We didn't a look third at the, food. Of the store. Yeah, we mostly were in the clothes. Yeah, so it's been so fun hanging out with Grace. Um, but one thing that has been fun to discover, and what we're going to talk about today in depth, 
is it's been fun to get acquainted with Grace's house rules, as she calls calls them. (laughs) And she's a very laid back person. So just, you know, to hear her say the words, there's a few house rules. (laughs) It's like, I shouldn't say shocking. Everyone deserves to have rules over their space. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, your house, your rules, as they say. But uh, these weren't the typical rules you might expect. So the first one, she made us a delicious homemade pizza the first night we were there, which was so kind, or here. Um, her pizza is really good. She's never made it for us before. It was delicious. But she said, first house rule is the pizzas here are never going to be round, which I love. I love that. That sounds like a, <laughs> a substitute teacher being like, first rule is like, you got to have fun or, you know, something that's like not really a rule, <laughs> camp counselor energy. Um, so of course we love that. We got a good laugh. Um, and then the second rule, I think the only other rule she's really introduced is she tries to keep, she has like a divided sink and she tries to keep half always clear, mm-hmm. which I think is a very reasonable rule. And I was glad she told us because it's easy to let things pile up in both. And then, you know, it's kind of like if you're trying to fill something up, there's like dirty dishes everywhere. And mm-hmm. I or you think go to start doing rule. the dishes and you can't there's no rinse room. them because it's like, both sides of the sink are full, and so now you have You're a sloshing water sink. everywhere. Yeah. You basically just have a where your sink used to be is just like a receptacle for dirty dishes that can no yeah. longer be washed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd rather have them on the counter next to the sink, cluttering it mm-hmm. up because at least I can use my sink. Yeah, That's a very it's so true. Well, and see, I <laughs> I was telling Claire today because we had done. She had violated the rule for for a minute and put something on one side, but she she was like, "Don't worry, I'm, it's just temporary." And I was like, "Well, actually, the rule is a lot more complicated than what I, than what I said." And I told her that I was going to tell her the full rule on the episode. Um, I'm on pins and needles. The full rule is. I don't ever put dishes in the sink, really. <gasps> Maybe a fork or a spoon or something. But I understand that, like, some people do. So it's – and here's the thing. If you're you were real, being nice for if me. If you're a real guest, I've, I've never made this house rule before. I just told mm-hmm. Claire that because – Sisters are, know. like, I a thought she'd think guest. it was funny. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, half guest. Um, but the, I really – the real rule is nothing goes in the sink unless it's a chicken dish or raw mm-hmm. meat – that goes on one side. That way, nothing has to touch it. Everything else goes on the counter, and that way, there's nothing's getting like other dirty stuff in it, and there's no dish at the bottom collecting just like old water mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. rotting. Mm-hmm. Because That's I never smart. understand when you have a sink full of dishes and then they're all wet. You get to the bottom one, it's, like, disgusting. Mm-hmm. I don't want to touch that. I've heard some That's people so have a, like, an actual strategy where they put the dirtiest one at the bottom so that it's, like, soaking, essentially. I don't believe The whole time. Soaking. Sometimes I, <laughs> I kind of do that. But, <laughs> no, nah, I agree with Grace. Grace is very, uh, very cautious with food safety, as I've mm-hmm. mentioned she, before. She really she, is. Yeah. She's my so paranoid. <laughs> my chicken rules... I didn't even get into my chicken rules because I know they're over the top, so I just don't <laughs> don't even bother. <laughs> Do you wash your chicken? No, absolutely not. Because okay, yeah. that, <laughs> that spreads is a food bacteria. safety that issue. That spreads mm-hmm. the germs all That around. spreads the germs. I pre-wash chicken dishes, 
before putting them in the dishwasher. Oh, I do that oh. too. <laughs> I wash wow. them with soap in my hand so mm-hmm. I don't get the scrubber dirty. And then sometimes <laughs> I spray them with disinfectant spray. Oh my word. And then put them in the dishwasher. Okay, Grace, why? I I actually do that exact same thing and that makes me feel a little less crazy because I take my the palm of my hand, I don't scrub mm-hmm. with my fingernail. Yes, the palm. Rub the soap around, Mm -hmm. rinse, and then put it in. But the disinfectant spray, I cannot endorse. (laughs) Just a step too (laughs) far. That seems unsafe. Way too far. How does that seem unsafe? unsafe. It's like it washes off. You ingested it. I guess that's true. You would rather ingest raw chicken? Kinda. Okay, this is goes back to Claire's this, natural. This goes back to my crunchy mama. <laughs> She's like, a natural raw chicken is healthier is better for you than, than bleach. bleach. <laughs> I think it might be. I try to be careful with raw chicken, obviously, and like, you know, spray out the sink after, you know, I've had, you know, the juice and whatever. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be careful, but I do think, I don't know. I don't personally hear about people getting you know, I cook with chicken constantly, and I don't think we've ever gotten sick from it. I, so I'm not particular about chicken being cooked at someone else's house. It's like, just, you know, your house, your rules, like you said. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't worry about it. It's not like a constant fear. It's just when I've cooked it, I can't. Well, that's, that's like we, we made chicken today, and I was cooking it. And then when Dave got home, I was like, he has to finish it because I'm not – I'm not she being said, responsible. I won't be responsible for kids' chicken. She didn't want to make the kids sick. <laughs> That's very fair. I'm not going to cook chicken for children. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't think anyone's planning to eat raw chicken, adult or child. <laughs> it was really funny. Well, I feel so bad that you felt like you couldn't be like your, you know, your true rules. Well, those are just my through. own my own particular things, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's, let's hear yeah. more of Grace's Yeah, rules. what are your other rules you have in my, telling like, us? Special rules? Yeah. Sure. All of them. Um, okay. I'm sure I have a billion. I'm pretty particular about how I organize my Tupperware. Oh, that was the other house rule. Cabinet. I knew I was forgetting something. Yeah, her other rule was she it, She said, she's like, I try to keep the Tupperware perfectly organized because it is very well organized. She said mom did it mm-hmm. originally, mm-hmm. and she's tried to stay true and, you know, prove that she can maintain it, right? Or you just mm-hmm. like it organized. Yeah. I've I've just I like it organized. It's it works and so I I'm like, if I can keep something organized, I'm gonna um, don't mess it up. Yeah, it looks very nice and I've never met someone with as much Tupperware as Grace who was under the age of like <laughs> sixty. Because you have so much Tupperware. I've never seen it in my life. It's great. It's like all different sizes, different types, some glass, some plastic, lids that go with all of them. You know, it's not it's not like random, you know, sour cream containers. Well, it's mom like nice would stuff. Make you get rid of those. Yeah. Mom would never. Yeah, come on. I I always unplug the toaster after every use. Oh, sorry. I haven't been doing that. Oops. Um I don't care about it. See, these are just my own Is that a safety is that something we're supposed to be doing? Um, I, I know some people do that. It's part it's part safety and it's part because the cord hangs over the microwave. My toaster's mm-hmm. sitting on top of the microwave, and if it's plugged in, then it's hard to open the microwave door. Gotcha. That's really the main reason. Um, I don't ever keep a dish rag out, like a like a dry cloth, to wipe hands on. 
Um, I'm sorry. I've been, <laughs> you know, when you have guests and there's things I'm that are like, because I have been putting, I have been putting dishcloths out. I've been thinking about just all the things that have been violated since. I've, I'm so sorry. I, I don't care. You but you know, curious, when you have so someone staying them. with you and things like that happen, you start noticing mm-hmm. like they, mm-hmm. little things like the pillows are like put, you know, they're fluffed weirdly on your couch or like things where it's like. You're not annoyed, but it's just like, oh, it's just like, like what? That's not what I do, you know. Like yeah. they're using like a plate that's like the most random plate you've ever seen in your life. And you're like, where did you even <laughs> yeah. find that? <laughs> oh, the weirdest things that Claire and Dave—they <laughs> do the weirdest things. <laughs> okay, like, here's my house rule: is that I don't before putting dishes in the dishwasher, I don't rinse them to the point of them being clean enough to eat. That's Dave. That's not me. (laughs) I open up the dishwasher and all of the dishes are sparkling clean and wet. And then I like, I'm like, is this a clean load of dishes or a dirty load of dishes? And I smell them and there's like a food smell. And I'm like, oh, he's just rinsed them so much that I can't tell if the dishwasher is clean or dirty. Mm -hmm. That has confused (laughs) me at Clarendon. Yeah, that's all Dave. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't really think dishwashers – he just doesn't trust them. So I guess he's. you guys have more in common than you thought because you with your mm-hmm. spring, spring bleach on your dishes <laughs> before they go on the dishwasher. Um, another thing I do that Tess and Grace have both pointed out is – and I again, this is Dave rubbing off on me. This is not me saving like tiny little amounts of leftovers. Oh, my god. Like a tiny <laughs> <laughs> like a little tiny, like couple tablespoons of rice. Yes, which is like that <laughs> specifically <laughs> happened today. She she pulled it out of the fridge and she was like, "Tess would make so much fun of me for this." <laughs> Tess like, has already yeah, made fun of me. I was mocking you. Yeah, head. Dave had made a little tiny packet of pulled pork, like a little tiny packet of um, saran wrapped pulled pork. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, was this you or Dave? And Grace was like, it was Dave. I would not have done that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but um, yeah, that's definitely Dave rubbing off on me. But that is almost, that's something that mom doesn't like when people have like a little tiny container of like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember being like so excited in high school thinking like, oh, there's going to be like leftovers of this. Maybe I could take it for my lunch tomorrow. And then dad would just be like dumping it. Yeah, dad too. It's mm-hmm. mom and dad. They both are kind of anti leftovers. They're aggressive about yeah. not keeping mm-hmm. leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Grace has been very sweet to put up with our uh, they've been great. I mean, they they cook for me. They clean for me. Really, they're like the perfect much. house guests. No, I wasn't fishing for compliments. She's been very sweet. Um, but I, it has been fun to see her her rules in action. What about you guys? Do you guys have like a lot of house rules? Any house rules or is it just me? Um, I wouldn't say that we're big on like really specific, well-known rules. You know what I mean? Like... I don't know that the kids would be like, well, at our house, it's a rule that – and when we're talking house rules, I'm thinking more of like cleanliness or organization things, not necessarily like family rules. You know what I mean? Like behavior rules. I'm thinking more like how to keep the house clean is kind of – I don't know the distinction I'm thinking of, but I guess there's some crossover. Um, I would say the main ones are like closing the door behind you. Uh, throwing garbage in the trash can. <laughs> um, asking, they're it. really, I know, they're like literally the most basic like human behaviors that like you'd think would be 
would be <laughs> obvious. I almost put, I actually typed out washing your hands after you go to the bathroom, but I deleted it because I was like, I'm too ashamed <laughs> that like we're having to like count that as a rule. Um, asking permission before turning on the TV is a big one. And then food needing to stay in the kitchen or dining room, even though I hate to say I get lax on like snacks going in other rooms if I just, you know, if I'm desperate. So I'm not like perfect at maintaining that one. I mostly emphasize that one because I want them to like think of that one where other people's houses and I don't want them to take like dinner into the other room, you know, but like if they want a snack, it's not like a huge deal to me if they take like a bowl of goldfish out of the kitchen or something, you know. Um, But yeah, they're all like very basic. I don't know. I'm just not inherently great at like consistent (laughs) house rules. I wouldn't say that like that's something that, um, that we're very good at, but it's like just literally basic human behaviors. And even those were, we're failing at and bending quite frequently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I agree. I feel like my house rules are like, if you come to my house, don't judge me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is my space. Barely hanging on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you need to just pretend that it's great. <laughs> um, but I will say, I feel like I don't need to enforce a lot of house rules yet because like my kids are a baby and... Mm-hmm a three-year-old, but one of the house rules that I've recently kind of found myself trying to encourage is pushing in your chair. Mm. Um, That's a good one. Mm-hmm. And I I don't really have to get on Matt's case about a lot of things um, because normally I'm kind of the one that's causing more problems. And he's always like shocked by the random things that I decide to be picky about because <laughs> like I will break every common sense house rule and then be like um i love you so much but i need you to push in your chair (laughs) okay if we're if we're gonna be pointing out problematic house behaviors then he's like i I have a few yeah i've been keeping tabs on so yeah i i try not to be too terribly picky because i know that i'm i'm the problem but and then the other house rule is that matt feels that he must approve of anyone before they are welcomed into our home. (laughs) (laughs) It's an unspoken rule, but I think we've all a well-known one witnessed. We've all broken it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've been on the receiving end of breaking it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's so funny. Um, I'm totally with you, Anne, on the, uh, like, I, I feel the same way where, I'm nitpicky about, like, I am always reminding Luke, like, fold the towel before you put it over. You know, we have, like, one of those Mm -hmm. rods, towel rods, and I'm like, fold it in half and then put it over and make sure it's nice and smooth because I don't like the look of, like, bunchy towels on the the rod. But then then I've got, like, a giant pile of clothes forming in the bathroom that I haven't put in the hamper yet. (laughs) And, like, makeup all over the counter. But there's just certain things that you just have to be nitpicky about. Yeah. Another one, (laughs) this is, like, an unspoken rule, but the gray chair that is, like, super comfy, the, like, recliner in our house is mine, like, 85% of the time. I don't really know... It's not really a rule. It's just kind of like a, I just take it, you know, and I know I shouldn't (laughs) offer it up because 
Luke doesn't even, he didn't get a say in our couch really, and he doesn't really like it, but it's his seat like almost all the time. <laughs> oh, no. And then uh, when, when Silly House rule for us is just um, also an unspoken rule, but I feel like we both understand that every meal is eaten with a show or at least the last two <laughs> meals of the day are always eaten with a show. And we just kind of like, we get our food, we gather in the living room, and then one of us finds the remote and turns on a show. Like, there's never any discussion of like, should we mm-hmm. eat at the table? I know. I'm savoring the last moments before Gwen can actually like, eat with us and like, be aware that, you know, we're not at the table. Um, and also be like, aware of our shows. Uh, and then my last one that I thought of was every night we have a 15-minute speed clean. Um, and it just like as soon as we put Gwen down, uh, we set a timer and we just kind of rush around cleaning things. And it's amazing what the two of us – I just feel like if I'm just the one cleaning, like, during the day, I don't get that much accomplished. But when Luke and I are both home and we're both doing it, it just works better. So that's our – our house rule every night. We just barely started doing like a 20 minute cleanup right after dinner because we just wanted like the kids to get in the habit of like helping clean up after dinner because we've been very bad about doing that. And we, Dave was just saying that he's like, I've really been enjoying our cleanups. I'm like, yeah, it is (laughs) 20 minutes or 15 minutes. It doesn't sound like much, but like if everyone's working together and you have a timer, it, it does like, I'm always surprised at how much gets done. Mm-hmm. Like instead of leaving you're not it just to later. Sad when like working for an hour and a half mm-hmm. trying to get things back into shape. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you guys remember really having a lot of rules growing up? Like we had rules, like we were saying, as far as like, you know, behavior expectations, but like household rules. Do you remember having a lot of them in our house? Mom didn't like anything on like the kitchen island. Mm-hmm. Like yes. if you like came home from school and like left like a bunch of junk all over the mm-hmm. the counter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my main thing was just mom. Yeah, she would make piles for us of like mm-hmm. our things that we'd left around, and then would be like, "Hey, take your pile." Like if we we're starting <laughs> to like walk away, like to go downstairs yeah. where our bedrooms are, oh. she'd be like, "Take your pile." That like, sounds like a shiver. Anne was yeah. the worst. Well, Anne was the biggest <laughs> offender of leaving yeah. things around. And then <laughs> mom probably got in her case the most about yeah. taking her pile. I had undiagnosed ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, take your pile. And I also remember she really was a stickler about not sitting on like the back or the arm of couches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Especially our our black couches um, with the metal frames, but like really any couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because now one of those couches is in Grace's house and Penny was like sitting on the arm and I immediately was like, don't sit on that. <laughs> That's been in the family for 25 years. And grandma would not be happy if she saw you sitting on the arm. And she comes over to the other one. She's like, can I sit on this one? And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> just not just not the black one. It's just one. that specific couch. <laughs> I mean, it'd be good to not get in the habit of, yeah, to just not sit on the arm of any couch. But yeah, that's true. She was like a stickler about that. 
Um, I was going to say not putting things on walls. Like we were not allowed to like put posters up, (laughs) Mm -hmm. tape things to the wall. Like that was unheard of. Like, I don't know. You would see like on movies and stuff where kids had like posters all over their room and like that just wasn't. I remember one Never. time trying to like put something up and mom was like, no, you can't do that. And I was like, what? I, I was like truly shocked. I felt it was my right, you know, as a human to be able to just put whatever <laughs> I wanted in my room. And mom set the record straight on that very quickly. But- I'm really surprised that Grace and I got away with our Digimon manifestos. Yeah. yeah. The doors the, the doors, doors were allowed more, because yeah. I mm-hmm. had some stuff on the back of my door, I mm-hmm. remember. I yeah, doors were a gray area. This calendar that every day I would write how much money I had on it. <laughs> I think I remember that. <laughs> how old were you? Probably like 13 or something. But had you started in – had you bought stocks by then? <laughs> no, I didn't. I don't think I bought stocks till like college probably. Oh, I thought you got school. into it even in high school. I love that you that yeah <laughs> oh that's so grace yeah talk more about the digimon manifestos i i kind of forgot about those i think we talked think about we this on the pod before mm, yeah. oh okay well just too. do a refresher for new people uh it was just a shipping war um mm-hmm. tyora versus serato serato mm-hmm. i i put serato out of my mind because it was um, such a ridiculous ship that you just wouldn't even okay serato was legit Serrano, it, uh, it was canon in the American <laughs> remake of the movie. No. No. Okay, in ladies. Japan. Let's not get into this. I bet oh, you can find Japan? a Reddit thread about this. Yeah. The, uh, that's also a little, known that's as a little more the original concrete. Digimon. Yeah. Look, a good ship shouldn't be canon. I'll just say that. Were these things you'd printed off of a website or you'd written them yourselves? Because it was proof, I right? Think I printed them off. It was a Martin Luther-esque <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. You know. That's true. Posting it. Yeah. Taping the like dictates numbered. to the door. Yeah, they were as like uh-huh. a numbered list. Um, I actually found myself looking up the Digimon soundtrack on Spotify the other day. <laughs> it's a great soundtrack. <laughs> it is a great. It brought back some, yeah. some memories. That boy Slim? Yes. Right about now. <laughs> so, bro, check it out that now. That's the best job Claire has ever done singing on <laughs> that, that was great. That, that was accurate. <laughs> um, I was actually, what I was first looking for was, do you guys remember that Old Navy, like, summer songs Oh, CD we yes. had? Yeah. Old Navy used to do, like, these great mix CD, like, seasonal mix CDs that would be, we like, in the line. We were such an Old Navy family. <laughs> we bought our music there. So cringe. I don't know any other way to be. When people are like, oh, where do you buy your kids' clothes? I'm like, Old Navy? Is there another place? Like, <laughs> There I'm, is not. I'm like, I genuinely don't know it's where else the first place I, I would check. shop. Yeah. I'm always shocked at the variety of clothing. Like, how are... How are kids not dressed in the same clothes as mm-hmm. me, as my kids? <laughs> yeah. Because, like, aren't we all shopping there? Yeah. Isn't that yeah. the only place? For men, too. I'll sometimes branch out for myself, but for Dave and the kids, <laughs> it's pretty much just Old Navy. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, they had this great summer CD that we had. And I was like, I wonder if someone's made, like, a playlist of those songs. Because that was a great CD. And 
Unfortunately, I couldn't find it, but I bet if I keep digging, I could probably like unearth some someone else out there who remembers the CD. Um, but then I, I was like, well, if I can't find this, I was like, what's the next best thing? Digimon, probably. <laughs> um, do you guys remember any other rules? I was going to say this is, again, kind of crossing into like manners or like family rules, but – and this is a rule I think is very good. And Dave and I have actually talked about this like for our own kids, but – not asking if friends can come over like in front of the friend, yes. like the friend mm-hmm. standing right there or not. Um, was it just that? Was that the main one? I feel like there was something like adjacent to that too, but I can't think what it was. But it was basically you just like- You couldn't ask to go to your friend's house either. Yeah. Like, you had to be invited by the friend. Oh, yeah. Yes, for sure. Yeah, that was definitely a given. Like no inviting yourself and then you couldn't ask for friend- any kind of, you know, thing like that. It had to be like privately, which I think is a very good rule because it can just – parents have any number of reasons they might need to say no. And mm-hmm. it's very awkward, especially mm-hmm. sometimes the par- the kid's parent is right there too. And it's like you're looking at your kid with daggers and you're like, could you make this more awkward <laughs> for me right now? I don't know. So we've actually talked about that a lot. But that was like – very much impressed upon me. And I actually saw a TikTok. I'd be curious to see what you guys think about this. I love how like, (laughs) it's not like I read the news or like an article in the New Yorker. (laughs) I saw a controversial TikTok that's making the rounds, but it was a mom and she was like, her kids are young adults now. And she said that came up. Like, what rules did we have growing up? And, you know, her kids were joking about how they weren't allowed to say, you know, certain words, like we, same ones we weren't allowed to say, like not swear, obviously we weren't allowed to swear, but like lower tier, just crass words and stuff. And people actually were coming for her in the comments too, about like, that's so, you know, pretentious that you think your kids are better than other people. Cause they, and it's like, okay, I'm sorry. Can parents not have rules for their kids? That's just ridiculous. But anyway, she said her family rule was they couldn't do like last minute pl- friend plans which honestly I would love because I don't like last minute things in general, like in any area of life. Um, But she said it was partly like for safety because she was like, sometimes I don't know the family very well or they don't know us and I need to like meet their parents. It's just like easier to say like, we don't do like spur of the moment. Can this friend come over right now? You know, like it has to be something you talk to me about first and then I can talk to their parents, which gets tricky as they're like teenagers, you know, but people were like, that's ridiculous. Those were some of my best childhood memories. And I was like, I feel like that's like a pretty reasonable rule personally, especially if you have have multiple Mm -hmm. kids. It's just really hard to manage last minute things all the time when you have like other people to think about in the family and like dynamics in the family. Um, So I don't know. I like it as a person who likes control. I was like, that's a great rule. But what do you guys think about that? I think that's great. I think sometimes people get touchy about like, like those were maybe their best memories, but that doesn't, the kid is not going to know any different, you know? So yeah, it's a great rule. I think as long as you, you know, plan plenty of outings for them, I don't think they'll see. Yeah. I think just as long as they are getting chances to do things, Mm -hmm. it's fine. And, you know, it shouldn't just be like, oh, they never get to do anything ever. But I just got distracted thinking it sent me on a, a whole thinking of realizing that someday I'm going to have to have other people's <laughs> kids come to my house mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> and that filled me with despair. But <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> it is. I do think it is a big transition as your kids get older. I feel like I'm kind of getting into that now with the ages my older girls are. We're like they're always wanting to have friends over. They're always wanting to do things with friends. And it is a transition to be like, wait a second. I'm not in like full control all the time. <laughs> you're kind of used to like when your kids are little, you're kind of like you're like the queen of their world kind of. You know, like you really mm-hmm. manage like you make the rules. You make the rules, you manage the activity, the schedule, like whatever you plan for the day is what's happening. And as they get older, it just does get like you feel like that's slipping away like year by year. And it's like a little bit uh it's a it's it's a difficult adjustment, I think. Okay, so I looked up a couple articles. I was kind of like, okay, we've established that, you know, for the most part, we are not the most I'm trying to avoid like negative connotation words. We are not the most structured, maybe, with like our rules for the home. Um, and so I was just curious like what the general populace has as like their house rules and how we compared. Um, so I was looking up things like best house rules or most popular house rules. And a lot of them were very vague, like, if you open it, close it. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I mean, I guess, but maybe I'm case in point where I'm like, my kids can't close the door. I'm like, well, maybe we need to like have some of those basic <laughs> things. And my, I was like, no, I want like specific, you know, like turn – you know, this lamp can't be turned to this setting or, you know, things I was kind of looking for like random things like that. But I was like, okay, that's fine. I also found um, a lot of versions of this one same sign on the image search, which is basically these wooden signs that say house rules, no whining, no fussing, no cussing, no back talking. And I liked it. I was like, that would take care of a lot of the problems in my life if there was no <laughs> whining, no fussing. There's really no cussing, but there's a lot of back talking. So I'm the one doing the fussing 99% (laughs) of the time. So I wish that we could make just make that our rule. But um, I did find a few articles that had some ideas that seemed useful. And I always, you know, we always like a good debate on here. So I thought I would share these house rules and we could see if we think they're important enough that they would like join the canon of our house rules or if we would say they don't need to be enforced. So this article is from housebeautiful.com and it says the 10 house rules you need to embrace once and for all this year. So number one is keep your phone out of the bedroom. What do you guys think about that? Mm, No. I don't really care to have my screen time monitored. Yeah, you're an (laughs) adult. At this this juncture. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that could be a good rule for teenagers, but yeah. not for me. Yeah, I need yeah my, definitely my for teenagers. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it doesn't apply to me, but the teenagers <laughs> definitely. It's the worst when you start having to like do as I do as I say, not as I do, children. But no, I agree. It's one of those like it's a nice to have, but um, I do need I my nightly think I wind would down. Be mad? I'm kind of like mad at people who just like don't have their phone with them at times where you like what if there was an emergency and then that's true that's actually such a good point to you i don't know Mm -hmm. i like to have my phone with me so i can read my book on my phone Mm -hmm. i can set my alarms 
if there's an emergency, I'm reachable. Well, no offense, or I don't know if you want to bring this up on here, but <laughs> your husband was trying to reach you from Europe <laughs> in the middle of the night, and you didn't answer, so he called me, and it scared me well, really bad. <laughs> he was trying to reach me via, um, what's it called? WhatsApp. <laughs> and you can't you can't get through my Do Not Disturb with WhatsApp. It's got to be a phone Well, then call. why was he able to call me? I don't think you understand situation. I don't have no that I don't. I don't have any do not disturb situation because of that, because of emergencies. <laughs> I want to be reachable to the my loved ones at any time. Oh, see, I have me. I always have my phone with me, but the ringer's off. So it's the worst of both worlds. Mm-hmm. You yeah, can't reach me and I'm like playing games until late. I need to have my phone with me at night in case I think of a rabbit hole that I need to go down and research <laughs> yeah. to help me fall asleep. So You know what I've started doing because this happened to me in Peru when I didn't always have internet is I just had a note. <laughs> I made a note in my phone, remember to Google, and then I just kept putting every question that I was curious about. And then I looked back on it and some of them were really bad. They were embarrassing. <laughs> I was like, that was not important enough. Give us an give us an example, Grace. Um, I think I I I wanted um, licorice pipe. This one. <laughs> what? What? I was reading a book and everyone kept eating licorice pipes, and I was like, what is that? What is that? <laughs> um, it's a Canadian thing. Um, just stuff like that. Okay, number two is put clothes away as soon as they're folded. That's a good one. I have that for myself. Um, I would love uh, the problem with that it. is that the folding is. I don't mind putting away folded clothes. Yeah. Oh, I. That do. just sounds like a pipe dream. Like yeah, yeah. We all wish. Imagine we having that. folded laundry like in a basket. Yeah, sounds like nice. No, I could see like fold the clothes and put away. As soon as they're done drying. Mm-hmm. But like, why would I fold them and then put them somewhere else besides their Guys, proper place? I mean, Stop I've done acting it. acting like this is- What? Yeah. That, why? I do that every time. I like, I'm, I love what? to fold. What is the hardship of that last step? That's the worst yeah, step. Yeah, I have a hard time putting it's them away. It's carrying them. them up, carrying them into another room, carrying mm-hmm. them up the stairs. No, they're you in know. my room. They're on my bed. And then I just can't. <laughs> I, can't I don't understand. I just don't understand. So that's a good, it's a good rule. It's a good rule, guys. It's too much movement to like walk mm-hmm. around putting things And like away. thought, like, oh, where does this one mm-hmm. go? And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's a nice one. It's just not, I would be more proud of myself for sorting the lawn, like getting the laundry out of the dryer and putting it in the proper basket putting it away is like that's great but we're not even there yet so we'll get there same with number three make your bed every morning are any of us bed makers i'm a bed maker Mm. not right now because my bedding isn't on i have a hard time getting the bedding on (laughs) yeah (laughs) but once it is i really like making my bed to me there are just a lot worse problems Mm -hmm. yeah like exactly higher priorities i guess it keeps me from napping my oh. oh my room is the size of a shoebox and yeah your room my bed is, is pushed up against into a corner and so it's just impossible so well and that's a no and Gwen me. sleeps in your room and so it's like it's not like you're in there enjoying like 
the look of your beautiful made bed because it's really just Gwen's room at this point, you know? Exactly. Well, she is out, thankfully, now. But Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. That's big. Yeah. That's exciting. She's, she's moved on. I think I've talked about this before on the podcast. I totally respect people that are good at bed making. Um, I feel like bed making sounds like bed wedding or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think yeah. bed making is like a thing to say. <laughs> making their bed. Um, I love getting into a freshly made bed. Like I, I think it's great, but I just don't feel like it's one, you know, it's not the thing that will like make or break my day. Like Anne said, you know, there are way worse issues than I'm like fires I'm trying to put out. So it's nice, but it, in my mind, it's not like a hill to die on. Um, I'm going to skip number four cause it's clean your coffee maker daily. Um, but is there anything, I'll say this, is there anything in your home? Cause it says it's one of the germiest spots in your kitchen is there anything else that you feel like you have to clean daily? I would say for me, it's the kitchen floor. Like I, I don't have to mop every day, but I definitely have to sweep. If I don't clean my kitchen counters and my dining room table, then they will get stuff piled indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like it either yeah. has to be cleaned or it's a disaster. Number five is replace bed sheets every week. This is again a pipe dream. Uh, I think it's sort of like the dental hygienist situation where we'd like to pretend we're going to the dentist every six months. We'd all like to be the people that are really good about washing their sheets every week. As you all remember, I didn't even have sheets on my bed for six months, basically. It was like four. But, um, But I would like to just give an update that I do have sheets on my bed and I do wash them now with some frequency again. So that's I've moved, I've moved great. past that phase. But I am afraid – I feel like if I – the thing is, is I can't strip the bed unless I know that, like, I'm going to be in a place to finish the wash and dry cycle and get sheets back on the bed by nightfall. And not every day. It's not an always a second pair of sheets. Mm-hmm. We yeah, actually do. One. I know. We do too. have two. Yeah. We yeah. have two, but now – long story – <laughs> it's not important, but yeah, we actually have three, but it's still a long story. It's a long story, but yeah, I uh, I just don't always know if it's going to make it. And then I don't want to be in a no sheets on the bed situation, you know, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like. Yeah, my house rule that I try to enforce is let me know before 11 p.m. if there are no sheets on the bed mm-hmm. because I'm going to be flaming mad mm-hmm. if we go up to bed and – I didn't know. <laughs> I just like to be mentally prepared. Yeah. For oh, for sure. Having to remake the bed. Yeah. There's nothing worse than like stumbling up bleary eyed and being like, mm-hmm. oh man, there's nothing on the bed. Okay. Number six is don't leave dishes in the sink. I think this is a good one. This is one of the ones that is like a make or break, in my opinion, for me personally. And that includes <laughs> not on the counter. <laughs> yeah. I think that would <laughs> yeah. I think it includes on the counter, but I kind of agree with Grace where like, if it, if it has to be one of the two, there's nothing worse than waking up to your sink, like, full of dirt. Like, if it – I'd rather have them stacked on, like, the island or something mm-hmm. than yeah. just I don't want to, like, sink. discover, like, a pan that has cheese and smoothies and eggs and mm-hmm. sour cream and beans and, oh, like – that's foul. And it's been sitting for 12 hours. I will not, not? wash that. Mm-hmm. Would you not at least rinse it? Well, I don't put dishes in. I'm just saying I've, that's, like, we already that's established the scenario. Grace's house rule. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, number seven is no shoes in the house. We all do this one. Yeah. Yeah. The no shoes in the house thing, what are your guys' thoughts on how angry and, like, opinionated people get about this one? I don't really see how shoes are going to cause any damage to your house. I just – Well, it's unless of, like, like, dirt and germs, not necessarily damage. Oh, germs. What? Yeah, the germs don't make sense to me. Really, because I feel like if you have kids, they're running around outside and, like, rolling in dirt and, like, their hands, you know, like, <laughs> their arms. I just they think are dirty. Are just dirty little things, mm-hmm. you know? They are dirtier than anything on their shoe. Yeah. And I also just think, like... <laughs> what are like, they rolling in outside? <laughs> when, when is literally rolling in the dirt. Like, that's her favorite thing to do. <laughs> but... I just think, like, <laughs> Gwen is a baby. <laughs> I know, yeah. but Gwen is a kid, you know? And then kids, yeah. I just, I feel like I was, like, grabbing, you know, things off the ground. Oh, my kids like, are very dirty. Yeah. Yeah, no, they kids are. Kids are just dirty. Maybe not literally rolling in dirt, but you guys but know They are touching, yeah, they're touching, touching the same dirt, surfaces that their shoes like they're, touch. They're putting mm-hmm. things in their mouths. I just feel like, what's the difference if you're vacuuming and mopping regularly, like, if, I think you, you can like, tell a difference on carpet, though. Like, if you had carpet or rugs, like, shoes. Over time, shoes it will definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I we don't wear shoes in the house. It's just, I yeah. don't really know a lot of people that do. I don't yeah. know. And I think it maybe depends on where the climate you live in. Like, I think if you lived in, like, Arizona or Southern California, maybe, like, people would keep them on more. Where we live, where it's, like, muddy and rainy a lot, it's, like, very – Everyone takes their shoes off just automatically, you know? So I just don't think it's, like, something that I feel the need to bring up when people come over because people just take their shoes off. But I understand. I totally understand where people are coming from with, like, I personally wouldn't ask someone to take their shoes off, I don't think. But, like, we don't wear our shoes, you know? So Mm -hmm. I don't know. But people get – I see, you know, things online all the time about, like – asking people to take their shoes off and stuff. Um, Okay. Uh, Number eight, sanitize your sponge every week. I don't use a sponge. Are sponges able to be sanitized? No, you should not be using a sponge. I'm like, there's so many better scrubbing devices. (laughs) Throw the sponge away. Now I don't trust this list anymore. It says, the good news, you don't have to replace this cleaning tool when it gets germy, but you do have to clean it more often than you might realize. If you make zapping it in the microwave a habit this year, you can rest assured that your dishes are as clean as can be. No, that's not true. I just would rather use like a scrubber of some kind and you can mm-hmm. put it in the dishwasher. That's just a pro tip. Okay, number nine, pack your lunch at night. That's an, that's nice. That's again, uh, doesn't always happen. And then last one, squeegee your shower after every rinse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's never going to happen. That's just not going to happen, but it's a good one. You try mm-hmm. to, Anne? Yeah. Whoa. Well, it's like Whoa. you don't do it one time and then it's like you got to – actually clean it do you have glass like. like a glass door on your yeah in our, in our new shower in our oh okay bathroom. oh it's glass. that makes yeah. sense okay that makes sense because i was like what do you mean um yeah the glass door ones i understand that i just have never had a glass door shower so i think i'm just like why would you do that but i think it's great i know people do it um i've just I, got such bigger fish you guys fry. know i would perish if i had to stay in the shower <laughs> That's for extra true. time. Grace overheats so very quickly. <laughs> she would 
perish. That's true. There's no time to waste. She's got to get out of there as soon as she possibly can. All right. Well, listeners, let us know what you think. If you have any special house rules that you enforce in your home. Uh, and if anyone knows where we can find a, one of those no wine and no fussing signs, uh, let, us, <laughs> I'm let us know. Okay, let's do our weekly wins. My weekly win kind of relates to house rules. I call it the three hamper system. And Ooh. I'm just proud of it because we were having an issue where we have two hampers because I f- we would like fill up slightly more than one hamper's worth in a week. And I was doing a thing where I was just doing the laundry every week. And so we got two hampers. And then it just turned into a thing of like, I would take one or both of the hampers on laundry day and I would try to wash everything, but then I would get kind of sidetracked. So then both of the hampers would be out of commission because one would be clean and one would still be dirty. And then Luke would be like, where do I put my dirty clothes at the end of the night? Because I hadn't finished yet. And so then I would be like, well, just put it in that little pile over there. (laughs) And then there was just piles on the floor, like multiple piles, things just strewn about. And then I felt really overwhelmed. So my solution was just to buy another hamper. And now there's what we call the three hamper system, where there's two hampers in our room, but they're stacked and we're only using one at a time. Then as soon as there's like one to two loads worth of laundry, either me or Luke takes it out of the the under hamper and takes it and tosses it in. And it doesn't matter what day of the week it is. We just do it when we see it. If you see something, wash something. (laughs) And we then there's the third hamper there to collect the clean laundry. But then there's also the the other hamper still left in our room to collect dirty laundry. Mm -hmm. So now everything is in its rightful place. There's no more little piles all over my floor. And this is the first time I've ever created any sort of like functional system for my house. So I'm just feeling really uh, accomplished with Tess. Can I tell you something? I just bought Mm -hmm. two laundry baskets, bringing my total laundry basket count to three. (gasps) And Mm -hmm. my win this week is now an intend to win as Claire coined (laughs) last time. I'm going to try this three, sis, this, it's not hampers, mine's, you know, a step below because it's just baskets, but I'm going to try a three basket system and see. That's mm-hmm. plenty for, yeah, for one person. Yeah. I was chomping at the bit to interrupt and be like, Grace just bought hampers because, <laughs> or baskets. Because, yeah, sometimes you just need more hampers and baskets. It just makes yeah. life simpler. Mm-hmm. Well, my weekly win is uh, a book called My Lady Jane that uh, Grace and I read for our book club. And I say our book club, sorry, the book club we're both a part of and both rarely attend, but we vowed to go this time. (laughs) Not rarely attend due to not wanting to go, just haven't made it I never read the book and then I get shy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) Um, it's understandable. But yeah, I have been wanting to read this book for a long time. I've heard it's really good. Anne and Tess, have you guys both read it? No, just Yeah, it was Anne. my weekly win. Oh, it was – you've had <laughs> yeah, it? Oh, man. But I'm glad that um, 
you read it for your book club and not, you know. Okay. Well, then I won't, I, I won't belabor it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. My weekly win is that I'm making great strides in my attempts to like mayonnaise. Not like it, but tolerate Whoa. Um, yeah, I've been eating things that have mayonnaise in them, especially like a, a sauce that's like, you know, an aioli or like a fry dipping sauce of some kind. Um, but I even went so far as to not omit the, um, what is it called? The Shake Shack, like, sauce on oh, yeah. um, oh. one of my burgers. Wow. Um, it was a mistake, I thought. <laughs> so my policy right now is, like, if it's a sandwich or a burger or something, and it's just got just plain mayo as one of the toppings, like, I will ask to get rid of that. But um, but I was like, well, it's some kind of special sauce. It must add something, you know, to the burger. No, it doesn't. It's basically just, like, mayonnaise it it was not good so i <laughs> regretted that but i ate it and i barely <gasps> scraped any of it off the burger and wow. you are the first success story i've ever yeah. heard of from someone who doesn't like mayo being able to like have it not <laughs> overcome ruin it their entire yeah. it did ruin the burger but i <laughs> ate the burger that's so. incredible what's your that's motivation so for overcoming this yeah it is brave it's just inconvenient to not to hate it so much, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. like I just don't want to be inconvenienced by the surprise of mayonnaise, you know, as yeah. an ingredient. You can't so, live like this anymore. Yeah. That's very pragmatic. It's very, it is brave. It's brave to make a change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it's got me feeling proud of you. very superior um, <laughs> because I am doing self-improvement and it is working. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you all should try it too. Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>